0: It's time for another Pinball Profile. I'm your host, Jeff Teols. You can find our group on Facebook. We're also on Twitter at Pinball Profile. Email is pinballprofile at gmail.com. Please subscribe on your favorite podcatcher and check us out on Instagram at Pinball Profile. It was a great weekend in Chicago. It kicked off with the Pinball Profile World Tour at Dead Flip and then the 35th Annual Pinball Expo at the Westin. Here's some highlights from the week that was. Chuck Jackson's here at Dead Flip Headquarters for the Pinball Profile World Tour. Are you having fun? Oh, yeah. Having a blast. I love
1: the uh, Flip Frenzy tournaments. They're a blast.
0: Have you played a few of them? Oh, yeah. Did the one
2: last year when the Australian people came and had it at Logan Arcade. Yeah. Did that one. That was a blast. Uh, Had a few local ones that we've done, too. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, the software really makes it easy, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Definitely. You can walk up. But uh, put who won, who lost, and you're on to the next match. In the old days, it was an Excel spreadsheet. It was a lot of math. Yes, it was, yes uh, Forget about it. <laughs> Andy Bagwell's here. Hey, Andy, how are you? Good, Jeff. How are you doing? Good. You having fun? I love this place. Okay, you've been here before. Was... I did sneak in once. What? Jack invited me over, and I came inside without telling him I was here yet. Scared the shit <laughs> out of him. <laughs> Were you hiding in the fridge or something no, like that? No, I just walked out behind him, and he didn't see me on stream, and he jumped about 10 feet in the air. Nice. So I felt really bad afterwards. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes,
3: very much so. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Grab
0: a a great collection in here too
4: really awesome man I love the the setup of uh, old and new in here it's it's a lot of fun the machines play great too yes I only played the Maiden the time I was here so
0: and you know what he did a good job making them tournament ready yeah can't move them much, tilt or tight on them, uh, games play perfect, they still seem balanced as heck. So, But you know what the great thing is? We watch them on Deadflip blow up the games, but now we're going to play them, and if we blow them up we're like, okay Jack, now we know the secret. Some of There's no pitch! <laughs> <laughs> Batman seems a little floaty, I will agree. Oh, so, yeah. okay. Yeah, I did notice that. I can see why he puts up the 45 billion or whatever on Batman. So. little secret for those who watch Deadflip, half the games don't have glass on them. <laughs> can confirm. Luck. Can't <laughs> confirm. <laughs> Take care. Well, here he is, desperate to play in any possible tournament to help his IFBA. Seventeen chances in Florida. They're not looking good, but here he is anyway. Former president of the IFBA, Josh Sharp. <laughs> hey, how are
5: you? Well, are we gonna, we're gonna keep it going. At this point, it's it's worth keeping going.
0: Uh, yeah, I've yeah. got campaign donations already. It's
5: good. I like it. Listen, it's, how did, it's a Wednesday night. How no, don't start. How did you get to play pinball on Wednesday night? You know, it turned out the distributor dinner that I'm going to was at the oh. restaurant next door. Okay. And I walked by, wow. Jack's windows are super clear, so I knew exactly what was going on in here and ate my dinner really quick. I, it's sort of a Mrs. Doubtfire situation. When I'm in the queue, I go back and sit down. And when I'm up, I have to go to the bathroom. I'll leave the dinner table. I come here, Hello! I play two games. And then I go back and forth and back and forth. And so far, so good.
0: Wow, your dedication to family and pinball right? rivals no one. This It, is,
5: it knows this, no bounds. Yeah. How are you playing? Is this going to help on your card? Probably. What I, are, we, are we supposed to share standings or no? Do you know what you're at? Yeah. yeah. Have you lost? Yes. Sorry, I'm just smiling. <laughs> I think I am five and one after six. How are you doing? Uh,
0: I'm about to lose to your brother, but I'm not giving up on that. I'm gonna. No way, man! He's playing long game on Batman. It's match play, dude. He's freezing timers. Okay, and of course, then shooting TV mode, just nailing it over Is this and over your again.
5: Six game or seven? Week? Dang! What's your record so far? Four
0: and two. All I man. just lost a terrible teed off game where I had. One flip. is there
5: a non-terrible team i had on one flip
0: game? yeah that's a good point all right josh i know you probably got to get back to that business dinner yes, on a wednesday night
5: i should while i'm in the queue i really need to be over there so yes yeah sorry yes, right. been a pleasure yeah sorry about that any regrets jack having us here all this
6: riffraff at the dead flip headquarters what do you think yeah you broke my freaking door oh yeah that's right
0: <laughs> The door, which is obviously, you know, we're in a yeah. secure place. We've got yeah. a lot of valuable
6: things here. Uh, yeah. If you want to come to... steal something, just pull on the door. <laughs> You're good to go. It's uh, the Canadian no. way. No, this is awesome, man. Uh, I, we're giving this place like a good trial run on seeing how everything holds up. And so far, nothing is holding up. So uh, <laughs> we're, we'll, we'll see. The big
0: test, though, is to try to duplicate some of the scores you put up on
6: deadflip on a regular basis. A little more pressure when you're not by yourself and all Uh, these eyes on you. True, true. Um, There's also something to be said about also answering people when something breaks, uh, which I don't have to do when I'm by myself. I'm going to talk about the door. The door, that was hilarious by the way. Oh, that was weird. But we've had a couple of games go down here, which is kind of a bummer. Uh, what are you going to do? So Dead Flip will be off air for a couple weeks while you yep, get at least gonna, one working? We're going to have no games. we got to send them all back to Stern um, after everyone's kicking and screaming. You must
0: love that Expo is here once again, yeah. coming to your town, all the great people,
6: all the games. Is it your favorite time of year? Uh, close to. Close to, absolutely. Um, I love that Expo's getting bigger, getting better. And I think you got a ball to play. Do I? Hold on. Oh. You want to answer the score? Thanks. Oh, 1. 5 over points. That's how it works. At the no, is amazing, man, and it just gets better every year now. So uh, I'm stoked to see what the actual event holds because right now it's just all of us hanging out in my studio.
0: You're getting a lot of good feedback on your custom
6: game with the... Bang back, or the it would decision. have been freaking done if I wasn't an idiot. Yeah, I screwed up some of my inserts so I couldn't screw in some of my targets, which means I couldn't finish the game. And George Gomez even commented, He's like, Listen, idiot, like, I got you. Well, what are you doing? So, well, it'll get done. It'll get done. It looks good so far. Thanks, man. I appreciate All right, it. Thanks, Jack. Yeah, but
0: you heard Andy Bagwell. Well, he was the one who won the pinball profile world tour at Dead Flip. Coming in second place, it was a tie, and I can't make this up. Josh Sharp came in second, tied with DJ Riel. It was great to see all those people at Deadflip headquarters, and thanks to people like Ken Walker, who donated some wonderful prizes from Galloping Ghost Arcade. We also had a ton of other prizes from Comet Pinball, Deep Root Pinball, Jersey Jack Pinball, Measle Mods, Stern Pinball, Ulick Store, and a set of Pin Stadium Lights, won by Elisa Parks. The next Pinball Profile World Tour event is November 1st, a three-strike tournament, The day before the 24-hour sanctum. So after Dead Flip, it was on to Expo. Another great show from Rob Burke and his staff. And a shout-out to Ken Cromwell of the Special Unlit Podcast who organized a great Meet the Press, Meet the Media of Pinball event. Thanks for doing that, Ken. I know a lot of people wanted to see all their favorite podcasters and streamers, so that was very nice of you to put that together and make some lovely banners for each of the participants. Speaking of some famous pinball streamers and media people, here's a couple you might recognize. Isn't this cute? A hundred episodes for our good friends at Straight Down the Middle. Greg Bone, Zach Manning here. Hey, guys, how are you? Hey, how are you, Jeff? That is a big deal. I'm just joking, obviously, tongue-in-cheek. A hundred episodes, that is no small task. And we've all talked, because you do it from the video aspect. I do it from the simple podcast. I know how long it is to edit this without... Images. Well, Jeff,
1: it took me about six hours to edit that whole entire video. Wait, <laughs> uh, a minute. Greg,
0: I know how hard you <laughs> work. Well,
1: uh, it is. It's a lot of work, Jeff, and I appreciate you uh, commending me on it. Yeah. What does
0: Zach do? I know you're struggling. Look, at <laughs> smoke's coming out of his ears. Gets us uh, angry emails. Oh, I'm good <laughs> at that. I'm really
7: good at that. Yeah.
0: Obviously. What you do is, I assume, wax your chest all the time?
6: Is that
7: possible? You know,
0: that's natural, Jeff. Wow. That is natural. Uh, No wax needed. You know, look at Greg. Look at me. I mean, we've obviously, we hit puberty at the right time. Very gentleman. You're coming up. I'm getting
7: closer. Me and Pinstripey, we're, we're we're in a race to see who can cross the puberty line first. Not a good comparison there.
0: Seriously, guys, 100 episodes and so much more too. I mean, what does straight down the middle mean to you after 100 episodes, after all the years and seeing so many people come here to Expo and and greet you and, and love everything that you do, and also the
1: Twippy Awards. Oh yeah. You know, it's just a lot of fun. You know, it means a lot to us. We've gathered kind of a great fan base, and you know, most of those fans have become friends of ours. People mm-hmm. we look forward to seeing it at Expo, seeing it at. PPF other shows so you know I think that's the most rewarding aspect is the great friends that we've actually
7: made in this hobby now Yeah, I'd say that straight on the middle has evolved Substantially over the last three years hadn't it buddy yeah. so we started first started out just two guys in a garage with horrible acoustics and equipment Doing videos uh, and now we are hosting the annual pinball awards each and every year uh, that we throw in a lot of production a lot of writing a lot of directing into all the way to doing reveals for manufacturers a lot of people don't know but the uh, the reveal of willy wonka by jersey jack pinball that was straight down the middle productions uh we did that for them they asked us to come in and and to film that great job thank you so much yeah we did that we were really excited well done greg (laughs) thank you we were very proud of that Greg does a substantial job when it comes to equipment uh, and the cinematography of things and then I do the editing portion so we couldn't say that it was straight down the middle but now that it's out there uh, that's some of our work and believe it or not Mr. T. Ellis, manufacturers continue to reach out and ask us to do some of their promotional uh, materials whether it's videos and stuff like that and we're really proud of it so it's evolved from two guys to two comedy videographer guys so it's really fun.
0: You know, I see the smiles on your faces, and I do know it is hard work. But I can't imagine you coming to the point where you don't enjoy it. But is it difficult with all the time that
1: you put in? Sometimes it yeah. is. It is. With family life, with work, we live, you know, two hours apart. So just making time to even get together to do stuff. But, you know, it's still rewarding. It's pushed us. You know, it's the creativity that we've, you know, started to bring to it, that Zach started to bring to it with the editing, the different filming, you know, getting new equipment, and kind of trying to up and best best ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's what's kind of kept us going, actually. You know, for the last year at least is just evolving more than anything and that's what's excited us now is the evolution of what we can do and see how far we can actually push the production quality
7: yeah plus we're a huge balance like what Greg is fantastic at I have a weakness in and what I'm really good at Greg might have a weakness in and we totally trust one another this is a guy that I met because of a couple botched pinball deals uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula and now we are best friends that I trust with
0: Ooh, this be is careful. No fr- Dennis might be listening. When you say best Aww, friend, oh, din,
7: din love
0: you, buddy. <laughs> careful, careful. Love
7: but no, I, I trust this man with my life, so I can bounce things off of him, and I don't have to worry about being PC. I don't have to worry about hurting his feelings. We have an agreement. If we want this thing to be successful and to help further the industry that we know as pinball, we have to be totally uh, open and transparent with and one honest. another. And we hope that it shows to uh, everybody out there watching. We and don't. Listening. We don't
1: fight about anything. Like nope. it's literally, we do. We trust each other. Zach says, "I want to try this shot. Go ahead and try it, or I want to try this." this piece of equipment. Well, it's not going to work, Zach. Oh, well, no. I think it'll work. Okay, and I'm like, Greg, it's we... not going to work, Zach. He's like, I think it will. I'm like, then we'll do it. We'll try it. So we do. We have full I'm trust a bit and ambitious, tellers. But you're yeah. right. You're right yeah. on that And one. we wrangle each other in on that. Yeah. Zach's the astronaut that shoots for the stars. Yep. I'm the guy who keeps him grounded. Yep. So, Absolutely. you know, it
0: works. Well, we love what you do. Keep it up. Greg Bone, Zach, Vinny. Thank you very much, guys. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Jeff. We
7: love you, Teolus.
0: <laughs> Thanks, buddy. If it sounds loud here, it's because a lot of people are rightfully so playing the Celts. Let the games begin. Haggis Pinball is here at the Chicago Pinball Expo, and Damian Hartland here from Haggis. How are you, buddy? Good, Jeff. How are you, mate? It's good to see you, mate. I'll be seeing you in January when I head your way. But You will. Thank God you brought this game here. It's been nonstop playing, and it's a lot different than what I saw in Texas back
8: in March. Uh, You've done a lot. It is, yeah. In well, Texas, it was a... Uh, a white wood with no inserts, no art, no music, no art. I'd oh, always say art. No art on the play field, No art on the cabinet. No anything. So, and thanks to Ed, who's here with us as well. Ed Vanderbeens here from Texas Pinball Festival. He he lent me a Star Trek cabinet when I was at Texas, and I built it whilst I was there. So yeah, it's changed a bit since then.
6: Ed,
0: pretty impressive. I mean, you've seen what it was like just a few months ago at your show.
6: I didn't think he. I'm really impressed because <laughs> I I literally watched him build it in one of our back rooms. From, I brought up an empty cabinet and he was back there sawing and putting things together and I don't think he got to see any of the show itself. He was so busy
8: working on the game the whole
6: weekend.
0: The fruits of his labor are paying off right now because you're getting ready to go into production, aren't
8: you? I am. Production starts November 1st is when I'll get the website up ready to take orders. People can order one from me today whilst I'm here if they feel so inclined.
0: Well, I'm sure you're going to have a lot of interest too. The artwork, the play field, it's really good. Yeah. And, uh, I just shot it myself, I enjoyed it, it was a lot of fun. Thank and you. I know our good friends at
8: Head to Head, Marty and Ryan, they were playing yeah. it. I think I've been a bit fortunate. It's either just been blind luck or the fact that, I don't know, maybe maybe because I've become such an enthusiast and I, you know, it's really such a been a great thing to do. I've sort of drawn other like-minded people towards me, so a good friend of mine's been working on code for 12 months. The guy that did the art we found um, in the UK, he's just been amazing. I remember when you yeah. I remember when you did that. He's incredible, and, and there's a local guy that's doing all of the printing, all the vinyl, the back glass, which is a whole custom thing we've done, all of the candy-coated, jewel-color, pearles paint on the trims and the lock bars. And he's an absolute pinhead, so the, the quality of what he's done is incredible.
0: You know, one of the world's best players, one of the greatest of all time, just flipped it. Bowen Cairns is here right now. Bowen, what you think of the Celts?
1: Uh It's uh, very impressive. I saw it, a prototype of this uh, at Texas Pinball Fest back in March. It's yeah. really cool to see how far this game has uh, come along, and it's, it's got a, a solid theme, characters, animations, the works. Uh, I was uh, hoping to play it back in in Aussie. Uh, a couple months ago, as I was in Melbourne the a day, and yeah. uh, it's ready. It looks like it's 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 on its way, and it's a a real produced game. It's an, and an interesting layout too? With a big loop, brown's kind of symmetric, but with a top plate field that is not
0: symmetric. I kind of like that almost silver ball mania center shot. Yeah, that that
1: kind of thing is something where if you can whip it back around, boom, 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 you give like bigger, better, bigger benefits for each shot. Uh, that would be cool. But, that's where the, the rules and programming start to matter
0: as well. I was lucky when I was playing it, Damien was telling me about, you know, okay, go for the green, don't hit the red. So there's a lot in there. You've really done well.
8: Yeah, there's sort of two main paths you can take. One is Highland Games, one is Battle Clans. Each of those has a number of things you have to do to get to the Wizard Mode. Um, we have a number of hurry-ups. We've got about four multi-balls. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, really, it's really quite... Greg's done an amazing job on the code. It's really deep. Especially considering it's a single level play field and you might think there's not a lot going on. It's, there's actually a lot to keep you busy. Where can people find out about Haggis Pinball? You can get us on... Uh, we've got all the social media feeds. So we've got Facebook and Instagram and YouTube. I had uh, filmed a YouTube series. There's about 30 episodes. That started when I started this whole journey back in September, when I didn't know how to open the back box on a pinbot I had bought. <laughs> and uh, I set about thinking it might be a good idea to start a pinball manufacturing company. So there's that whole journey on, on film, and uh, they can watch that on YouTube and uh, yeah, get us on the website or any of those social media sites. I'm really proud of you. This is very Thank impressive. You. Thank you very much.
0: I'll see you in January. You will. As I go around the vendor room, such great success for so many different vendors, and Christopher Franchi, your artwork once again a huge hit here at Expo. Had a great time, had a big bunch of fun, and sold a lot of art, which was cool. Well, that poster too, the 35th anniversary with your kind of rocket man, I don't know what you want to call them, those t-shirts sold out very quickly. They did. Uh, I was told that they were the top
2: selling shirt, which is awesome.
0: You've been busy. You did this artwork. You've got some Texas stuff with the armadillo. You've got a lot of stuff going on.
2: I do. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did PinTastic. Then we got Pinball Expo. Then we got Texas Pinball Festival. And then I'm also doing uh, also doing Northwest.
0: Very very cool. And can I just say? I was talking to Daniel Spohler of Project Pinball, and you donated a picture of one of your great Batman artworks for the auction, just a donation. They raised $2,300 because of your artwork, so thank you very much. Yeah, well, because
2: of the immense size, too, it's a big 4 by 4 foot framed canvas, but uh, yeah, I was super happy about that because, you know, it's all for a good cause, and I never would have expected it to get that much, so very cool
0: well again your artwork is popular with so many people i like the variety and i can hardly wait to see what you're doing next
2: well i can tell you this it's going to be for chicago gaming company i just did the uh medieval madness topper background the
0: yeah castle, i saw that
2: the castle art in the background and uh we are i'm stopping by there on the way home tomorrow from chicago to discuss a full art package for something
0: very exciting! I knew you'd be back in pinball. You weren't gone long because it's just too good. Thanks, Christopher. Yep. Thank you, Jeff. Jim Birdings here from St. Louis at Expo. You enjoying the show? Oh, enjoying it every day. And you're a big collector yourself. You're getting in there. You're fixing. You're even playing tournaments. Yeah, I've got three machines now and yeah what do you have i have a uh it's all williams line i got a 77 big deal just refinished a black knight restored that from mm. ground zero and i got a laser ball that's here at the show this Oh, show. nice so, yeah. you brought a game that's yeah. really cool yeah it's a whole new experience so yeah what you're doing is big because these kind of shows in any show anywhere in the country really can't happen without people like yourself bringing games to shows. It's a big deal. I mean, St. Louis isn't exactly just a couple of minutes away, so that you're doing that, thank you very much. No, you're welcome. Now, what do you think of the tournament? I heard you went into the classics, you got your six entries in, how do you feel? Eh, I did about what I usually do, so... (laughs) It's like I think that you know I'm used to playing the games not as flat, and I yeah. think some of the older games they set them up that way. But that's that's the way, advantage you have. So. Well, and then you come to a place like this where you've got so many heavyweights there. Oh, I don't know, Raymond Davidson, the Sharps, Keith Elwin. There are a lot of great players here, right. so you're competing against that.
2: Yeah, it's it's tough, but you know.
0: But you know in St. Louis you've got some great pinball people there as well. John Miller, Jason Fowler from Slap Save. Who's just actually Hey, there he is. Hey, hey. What's up? How are you, Jeff? <laughs> the St. Louis connection here. We're just talking to Jim here about St. Louis pinball and I'm going to be experiencing it next summer for the first time. Fantastic. What will I be experiencing, Jason and Jim? What do you think? Oh, there's a lot of places to play with a lot of machines, so there yeah. Is. We've got some great locations, CP's, Adavans. Silver ballroom, the waiting room. The silver ballroom, okay. So a lot of location pinball. I know Chicago certainly has it, but St. Louis is a hotbed?
1: I'd say we've got four or five really, really good places,
0: yes. Well, maybe I'll see you there, Jason. Jim, always a pleasure to talk to you, and thanks for stopping by. Thank you. A lot of people very excited here at Expo to see this man who created a fantastic game among many in his career, Pat Lawler from Jersey Jack. Pat, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Pat? Willy Wonka a huge hit a fun game great flow there's so much to like about this game what did this theme mean to you?
4: Well Willy Wonka it fits right into the Jersey Jack lineup it's a timeless movie it mirrors what we did with Wizard of Oz it's a family oriented theme so that anybody can have fun with the game they don't have to worry that their kids are going to be exposed to something crazy and it's just fun for everybody in the family. And so we we had a great experience working with Warner Brothers to do the game and with some of the people that were involved in the movie.
0: And there's so many toys that you can put in this when you think of the movie and what it has, and you've put them all in the game.
4: Well, I don't know if we put them all in the game. There's a lot. There is a lot in the game. Uh, and that that goes back to the Jersey Jack philosophy, which is we believe that we're the sort of higher end of pinball um, our games are full-featured, we have a lot of, you know, a lot going on there, uh, and that's just kind of our, our niche in the world.
0: And it's amazing too, when I look at the price point, it came down too, which makes it very affordable for so many people. That was a big move on Jersey Jack's part.
4: It was, and there was a lot of thought that went into that, and uh, the people that own the company decided that they wanted to uh, you know, uh, uh, make the game available to a wider audience. You know, the, the standard edition has got a few less features in it than the limited edition or the collector's edition, but uh, the reception for it's been awesome, and uh, we're probably going to do it again.
0: When you came to Jersey Jack and gave us the amazing dialed-in game, things changed mechanically from the way Jersey Jack was doing. What were some of the changes that you insisted on?
4: Uh, well, I don't know if I insisted on anything. Uh, When I got to Jersey Jack one of the things that I was involved in was improving the platform and by the platform I mean the cabinet and how you service the game. Wizard of Oz was a great game, it was a great start uh, for the company, but some of the placement of the components in it was difficult to service and work on the game at the same time. And so I moved a lot of that to more traditional parts of the game. In the back box, we did some work on the sound system. Uh, we did some work on the serviceability with the monitor. Uh, and I think it turned out pretty nice. Uh, I've been told by a lot of techs that they really appreciate what we did. Was it fun to put in the remote control flippers? I mean, that's something unique. It was a, the software guys had a lot of fun doing that. And we had no idea how it would be received, and uh, there were a lot of people that thought it was pretty unique.
0: I said this to Jack, each game that comes out with Jersey Jack, first of all, they're beautiful, they're fantastic, they display very well, and they play well, but there's always something that's unique that you see that, wow, I haven't seen this in pinball before. That's tough to keep coming up with new ideas.
4: Oh, I, you know, there, there's a person I met who once said, "Ideas are easy. Actually, building them is hard." <laughs> um, and so we spend a lot of time implementing the ideas in the games. You know, actually physically building them is the is the hard part. You know, you look at the you look at the most secret machine in Willy Wonka, and it seems like an easy idea. There's a hole that opens up, and the ball goes in. Uh, that simple idea took an awful lot of time to figure out how to get it to work right, how to get it to feel right, uh, you know, all of the things that go mechanically with it. How, how do you level the device? How, do you, how does a ball not get trapped in it? Uh, and so we work very hard at those things.
0: Pat, you've made some of the greatest games of all time, some of the best-selling games of all time. I'm wondering what the most difficult mechanical game was for you to make when I think of things like Adam's Family or Twilight Zone or even these with Jersey Jack. What was the most difficult?
4: By far, the most difficult game was probably Twilight Zone for a lot of reasons. The gentleman I was was incredibly lucky to work with at Williams, name was John Crutch, and uh, he was the genius behind a lot of that stuff. Uh, but there's an awful lot there. There's an awful lot of parts that were injection molded. There's an awful lot of parts that no one had ever seen work that way before. And like I said, they all take time, and uh, there, there was a lot of work.
0: Well, congratulations. I know you're a busy man here at Expo. A lot of people want to talk to you. Congratulations on Willy Wonka. I love playing it, and so do so many others. Well, thank you very much. Another great success here at Pinball Expo. I'm really proud of Rob Burke and the staff, and the staff like David Fix, who we know from Buffalo. David, this has been a great Expo.
3: Thanks, Jeff. It has been a great show. And you know, we had a lot of room. We pulled out all the stops. The Stern Marco room was outstanding. The tournament area was just what everybody's been looking for, for the Pro Circuit event. I think you were in there, you felt at home, didn't you?
0: Yeah, it was great. And a nice atmosphere too. Marco Specialties did a great job with promoting it on their TV with IE Pinball. And it was very, very exciting. The DJ that came from I mean, it was just a great atmosphere.
3: And the the vendor room having over 60 vendors. Now we did have, unfortunately in Chicago, we had to have perfect weather. (laughs) We had perfect weather on Friday and Saturday. Saturday getting up almost 70 degrees and sunny. But we did pull in tons of families, friends, kids, children, you know, families of four coming in and playing pinball for the first time. So we got the exposure that we wanted, and uh, most of our vendors here at the show thought it was a stellar success. There were a lot of new time vendors, and they just loved it.
0: I've walked by every room. I have not been in every room. It's that big that I guess I could have to force myself to spend time there when I'm in the tournaments. It's a little tough,
3: but there's so much going on. We had a haunted house, first yeah. time. A haunted house escape room. Then we had even a video game area, like uh, you would see it at uh, Midwest Gaming Classic. We had uh, kids' tournaments, women's tournaments. There were Tons so of tournaments. We also had, had to break up the game room into two rooms because we had so many machines. And then we brought them into the vending hall. It was just ridiculous with the the number of the machines. I think is going to succeed about 600. I'm enjoying a lot of times in the vendors room. I've
0: asked a lot of vendors. They're doing very well. So again, a great success. Yes. Which brings them back and makes Expo bigger and bigger.
3: And we're looking forward to not only next year, but shortly we're going to. We've already outgrown this hotel. We've known this what? for a while. Yeah, we've outgrown this hotel. And don't be surprised if we see ourselves in a new location in the next two years, even bigger. The Willis Tower next year well, here in Chicago. <laughs> Some people said the uh, the famous Soldier Field? McCormick Center, a million square feet, but no, that's too big. I'm thinking more like uh, Schomburg. I mean, that's a cool little town. There's a beautiful event center that's got three hotels that are hooked to it and uh i'll drive in and unload right there on the spot so i think that might be looking like the future of expo well david
0: i like the present of expo i do look forward to the future i appreciate everything you do and all the best to you back at Pocketeer. thank you very much jeff you have a safe trip home my friend thanks david in 2019 everyone is waiting with bated breath for the next game from spooky from scott denisi because of how much we love tna
9: scott are we getting close we are getting close, actually. So 2019, uh, it's gonna be—it's a big year. It's a big year. We've been working really hard on this thing, but we're actually going to reveal it at the end of December, and then be shipping real short after that. I hope. Okay, yeah, fingers and, crossed. Yeah. I know you crossed. can't say
0: anything, and I don't want you to say anything, but yeah. again, the
9: anticipation for your game is through the roof. That's I mean, that's—it's <laughs> that's a lot of pressure.
0: Well, look at how <laughs> successful TNA. Could you ever imagine when you made the White Wood? showed it here at expo and showed it at other places that it would sell as well as it did and has been so widely appreciated
9: a critical hit i have no clue that what what happened there honestly to tell you because i just built something that i liked and then just i guess other people did too so and the music can we expect that sound? well I I made the music out of necessity actually
0: (laughs) but can we expect that kind of same Scott Denisi sound or something unique
9: something original I am working on some of the music for the next game yes good 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 and that's your that's your little nugget of information okay well you've got a good team too it's grown a lot I'm not doing any programming because Eric rep doing the programming Uh, Bowen's heading up the rules with Eric obviously the rest of the teams involved we got david vaness on animations there's a, an artist contracted in there's uh i guess charlie's going through and just kind of laughing at us i don't know if that helps <laughs> or not um but i did the play field design i'll do sound effects i'll be working on music i got like overall like you know a, a look at everything pretty but much.
0: you still found the time to come here at expo and in fact you're going to be going to another expo in houston in november
9: Yes, uh, the Houston Arcade Expo. I'll be down there. I'm we'll gonna be doing uh, a live performance as well with the music, so nice. live DJ set. Yep. How much fun is that? It's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to that. I'll see you in
0: Houston. Absolutely. I'll see you then. Thanks, Scott. Yep. Nice. In the showroom with all the games here, the one I've seen people play more than anyone else was the Gottlieb Crawl game. Yes, that one. It was here, and Troy Smith from MTZ Arcade has it. Thank you for bringing it. Oh, you're welcome. And I liked when you lifted up the playfield because I always wondered what was underneath it. I've heard, and it is true, a full playfield underneath the playfield. Yes, it's not six by ten like the lentacular lens makes it look like. It is a, a what two foot by three and a half foot playfield with full size ball, full size flippers, full size pop bumpers. I can only imagine how many people have come to you and said, uh, "Is it for sale?" Uh, for the right price. Yeah? Yes, it would be. It would be for sale. Well, it's in perfect condition, too. I'm watching Todd McCulloch play it right now. Dwight Sullivan was so excited to get on there. He's on it. And so many others. It's been a good lineup, but uh, it's holding up. It is. I've had a flipper coil go bad, a couple of springs issues, but overall, for guy leave, it's held up really well. (laughs) And I even just got an email from Ed Robertson wishing he was here to play it. So that was pretty cool. Well, Ed, I am playing it right now, and it is a lot of fun, but uh, that's cool. Yeah, I got to get to the lower playfield. I'm dying to jump on it right now. Oh. Troy, thanks for bringing it. Oh, no problem. You're welcome. I hope you enjoyed it. A lot of people seem to have. I'm with the final two here at Flip Out at Expo. Two amazing young players, Alexander Kazmarchuk, and the winner, Esher Lefkoff. I could watch you guys play for hours and hours, and likely it would be on one game, on Black Knight. My goodness, you guys know how to play that premium. Alex, uh, I saw you actually play earlier before the final round, and... I know you were over the 1 billion mark yes. too Correct, yeah, just
10: grinding that out Manipulating that flail, you know, it's so when it's up Shoot it back up top, keep going back to that mini play field. get some catapults
0: For those that haven't seen the stream, you should watch it on IE Pinball, but really, when you kind of Do the, I don't know what else to call it, maybe a, a No fear kind of loop shot up top Correct. That's yeah. the game, yep, pretty much Especially in uh, retro
10: mode, 3x, when you get Three balls,
0: wow, it's incredible to watch Hey, another great finish for you, Alexander Congratulations on second place Thank you, Jeff, and Escher, you kept the Flip out victories uh, in the Lefkoff name—you got to be pretty yeah. proud of
10: that. Yeah, happy with how I played uh, Black Knight. I was a bit worried about because Alexander has gone over a billion every single time he's played it beforehand, and uh, I was hoping, including against you, including against me earlier. He got 1.2 billion, and uh, so I wasn't really looking forward to that game. But I played well and got the victory there, and uh, yeah, I was happy with how I played. You both
0: have been playing so well this entire year. But, I mean, what we saw, you and Colin Urban, who finished third, by the way, do Brisbane Masters. I mean, I've talked to people in Australia, and they said, those guys are men among boys. But you are boys. You're young guys. You're just incredible (laughs) pinball players. Was that a great experience for you?
10: Yeah, I love going to Australia. I recommend it as a tournament. Uh, Great players, met a lot of new people. Uh, The tournaments went well. Games played good. Uh, the only issue I ever had was that there wasn't enough like EMs there. Oh wow! And that was the only issue I really had with any of them. Yeah, uh, and it was a great
0: tournament. I recommend it. Jimmy Nails did a wonderful job there in Brisbane. Now you, uh, the next game was Jurassic Park. It's so funny because you played an hour plus, and really, yes, it wasn't really uh, one for did. the uh, record
10: books. It wasn't our earlier game when we played it. I picked it ball one. I got eight hundred million. I was like, oh okay, this, you know, I feel safe with this. Alexander didn't do anything on ball one. I didn't do anything on ball two. And then he got $800 million on his ball two. So I remember that it score. Was, it was 842 uh, it was to eight, 809 or something. Yeah, it was something like that. So it uh, wasn't quite as epic as that game, but... Even some of the smaller scores can be the hardest to get sometimes.
0: It's amazing to see this Final Four. We mentioned Colin Urban in third. In fourth place, Jared August. So if you're over the age of 20, you're too old to be playing competitive pinball. Yeah. You're showing us old farts out. Hey, I
10: was asking Fred for, you know, why is the kids' tournament 14-under? <laughs> well, he just made the main the kids' tournament, so yeah, no there kidding. you go.
0: Well, speaking of games, you are about to get a game. Have you thought about what you're going to win? Because yeah, you- I've
10: been thinking for a while. Still don't really... Uh, Still don't really know what I want to get. What's it
0: between, do you think?
10: I don't know. It's between the cash and probably Deadpool. Okay. Yeah, Deadpool's a lot of fun. Yeah. Asher,
0: congratulations on the victory. Thank you. Other big winners at Expo, Anna Neal won the Women's Championship, and DJ Ryle beat Raymond Davidson to win the Classics event. I've only been to two Expos, and both have been fantastic. It's something you need to highlight on the calendar next year for October. There were nine homebrew games, a bunch of great Spanish games. Just so much to see. The vendors I know were very excited. It's nice to see shows like this and like TPF in March really bring out the best of pinball. This episode of Pinball Profile brought to you by Fireball Whiskey. Fireball Whiskey. You're damn right. You can find our group on Facebook. We're also on Twitter at Pinball Profile. Emails pinballprofile at gmail.com. Please subscribe on your favorite podcatcher and check us out on Instagram at Pinball Profile. I'm Jeff Teolis.